tonight on another exciting adventure into binge-watching. If you name a movie Black Moon, it better have a werewolf in it. Rebecca Love is back on the show. And is that a miniature unicorn or a unipony? This and more. Stay tuned. Oh, and he's a horror fanatic? Well, he's a new, he's a, like a, a new, we like introduced him this year to slammed him full of a marathon of horror movies over the summer. God, how old was he? I'm like. Oh, you're here. Well, yeah, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. He's, yeah. yeah, he's just uh, <laughs> whore, whore, Adam, is whore your thing or what? I don't know. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. He likes Dario Argento movies now. That's cool. Are you more rom-com? Is that your thing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I like horror and rom-com coming together. Like Warm Bodies? Yes, two warm bodies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, Dead Alive or Brain... Wrong novel. Wrong novel. What's that Peter Jackson movie? Is Is it called Brain Dead, David? Brain Dead or Dead Alive, yeah, depending brain, on how it's well, Dead Alive over here, Brain Dead. Everywhere. Yeah, that's like a romantic horror comedy, I guess. That kind of is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I guess that counts. Delivering yeah, flowers. there's a lot of love in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're the girl for me. Oh. Um, I don't want the episode to be sad right away. Because I'm thinking about, like, the first section is always like, what have you heard? Which is, like, movie and TV news. And, uh, you know, Black we, Panther died. You want like, to get it out of the way? Because... Uh, yeah, I guess get it out of, get it out of the <laughs> way. I don't know how to address well it. You might do it first, yeah. Yeah. Um, th- it wasn't my update, but that's, like, it's like the whole world's update is, uh... Well, that's okay, because I'll, I'll make it interesting once you say that. Oh. Okay. Has the podcast started yet? Yeah, podcast kind of, started. sort of, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a soft start. John, okay. yeah. John just puts us on the spot. We don't even know. So, yeah, sometimes we just go. Oh, like, oh, I, okay. I do that so the cold <laughs> open is kind of organic. Like, I, I want to sneak it in so I get these little sound bites that I can just throw up in the intro. That's usually what I do. Oh. Yeah. Got yeah. Yeah. Uh, unlike the sponsored ads that are, like, forcing organics, like, with their, their ad copies, so... <laughs> Did you say forced organics? Yes, forced organics. <laughs> <laughs> Such an oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Paid volunteer. Yeah. Um, okay, so what have we heard in the world of movies and TV? Well, we lost the Black Panther. Um, Chadwick Boseman died. Um, it was like a shock because I don't know if anybody knew that he was sick. Um, but pretty incredible considering like he starred in the Black Panther and a series of other movies including playing, like, um, what, Thurgood Marshall, right? Like, he just did that movie, the biopic. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I didn't know I didn't know if anybody even knew who was sick, but I, had, I didn't even know I what to saw, say about it. I, I just, saw like, a picture. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I didn't know he was sick, but when my daughter mentioned that, you know, Black Panther died, I'm like, are you talking about the, 
the civil rights group. Like I, oh. I had no oh, clue the, what literally she was the talking Black about because I don't watch a lot of superhero movies. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he I got played the um, the other day. He played Jackie Robinson, I think, too, in a biopic recently. Yeah, forty-two. He did. I mean, yeah, all this stuff too. was like high-caliber work. I mean, he was a pretty good actor. Um, anyway, it's unfortunate. He was he's pretty talented. I don't I don't know what to say besides that. It's just kind of a rough thing, you know. So. What you're he's saying is he's block. not coming back for the sequel. No, I mean the dude battled <laughs> cancer and Thanos, and that and that it's over with. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. They did announce a Black Panther two, so I don't I don't know. Yeah, um, they were actually working on it. Yeah, are they going to cast another guy? Did he finish? I don't know, movie? but did those contexts are so those teams? contracts with Disney and Marvel are so in depth. They they must have known about his health issues. I, I don't think they they would have cast him because of the insurance and everything else. They they had to have. They probably have already planned for it for like two years. Well, they got they probably no, have scans did. of him from every angle for the CG shots. Anyway, oh, they're just going to yeah, hologram him. Knows what they, yeah, yeah, posthumous. Buzzman. Anyway, <laughs> does anybody have any non-sad news? Is <laughs> uh, that Was that everybody's update? Honestly, was that what okay, everybody? Was what doing? is it? Um, okay, so uh, you know uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, they uh, want to do the Face Off remake. What do you guys think of that? What? Well, first of all, <laughs> uh, they want to. I don't know if they could, they're going to, but yeah. Gina, I have a crush on Gina Gershon. Oh, I yeah. just I, I, I do. So who. I I wonder who they're going to use in replace of her. Mm, that's a hard person to replace in that movie. She was great in that. She's so sexy. Yeah, I agree. But I don't. It's, it'll be kind of hard. Face off. All right. But I'll I'll go see it. Has it already been twenty years? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Oh man, that, we're approaching twenty five, aren't we? In ninety seven, yeah. it came out. Summer of ninety seven. Oh my god. Yes. How do you think those faces are holding up after all this time? Of <laughs> after being off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are they, are they still taking the immunosuppressive drugs or what? Yeah. Who um, knows? I think we should advance to the whole body off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now. Just a total body switcheroo. The whole yeah, thing. Skins, yeah. baby. Skins. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. They, they, yeah, they, they, they kind of have similar bodies. They kind oh, of Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds? Just one body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, both, I mean, are you talking about the washboard? Yeah, yeah, they have similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very washboard. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah, saying I mean, you can make a sandwich on it? I would. I'd do laundry back in the day. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, man. Dave, what about you? Do you got any non-sad news? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, uh, it's just basic box office news, but we yeah. haven't had box office news in months. Uh, so well, there hasn't been any the, box office at all. Right, so, I know, well, right? It finally is, because uh. some parts of the country, not California, uh, have theaters open. <laughs> so uh, the New Mutants, the movie I've been dying to see for years because it kept getting delayed, finally got Living. released. And apparently it sucks, but um, it was number one at the box office for a total of $7 million, which is not a lot any other year, but in COVID 2020 yeah. year, that's quite a bit. Like that was a jump. I think last month or last weekend, it was like 4 million for that Russell Crowe movie. Well, and, and before that it was like 300,000. It was like the box office take like two months ago was like 400,000. And that, that was like a good day or a, for, good, for a re-release of something yeah. at a drive-in. Yeah. Yeah. If we were, if we were to break that down, it's just like less, just under a million people. Like if it's like seven dollars a ticket on average, and 
the places that are opening up. Like a million people went. Is that true? That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just doing rough math here. Chris I was never good at math, so I can't vouch <laughs> for it. Okay. I'm saying like, <laughs> if each ticket costs a, a roughly average $7, if that's what it was, then about a million people showed up to see it. Wow. Yeah. Well, don't you think that they should do releases? I know some of them are doing it, but the virtual video on demand and seeing what their sales are on the release week of that week, instead of mm. worrying about being in brick and mortar. Um, well, in this particular, I mean, they are doing that for a lot of things, but this particular movie has a weird history where this movie was supposed to come out like two or three years ago. And it kind of slid in under a contractual obligation. Uh, this particular movie can't be released streaming right away. Because it has contractual obligations to be released in theaters first. So this is like a weird... They're kind of using it as a testing ground. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. How are they streaming did, these uh, new releases? How did you see Bill and Ted? Uh, Voodoo.com. Uh, yeah, Voodoo for me, too, yeah. Did they t- see if that did good this weekend or not? Um, They mm. haven't released any it's numbers It's a mixed bag. A it's like streaming. 50-50. Half, half the aisle likes it, half the aisle doesn't. So and the the reviews oh. aren't great, but they they marketed I it well. See it. I do too. I want to see it. I don't care if it's bad. It's like you're gonna go and watch Friday the Thirteenth or Elm Street and all that. You're gonna go watch Bill and Ted. I okay, mean, I won't drop any spoilers, even though my name is Johnny Spoiler. I won't ruin it for Rebecca <laughs> and Nick. The, I'll let you guys watch it. I but I did make a video. Yeah. I did make a video on Instagram about my thoughts on it. But I'll leave. I, I'll, I don't I'll, care I'm, about spoilers. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's me not and John. Like you're I mean, spoiling we won't, it like we six cents. That's true. Yeah. Well, no, well look. I mean, okay. No, so here it is. No like, we're, Dave and I are, are on different sides of the aisle. Like, I was disappointed, and Dave likes okay. it. But we well, also, what I, I like well, about I the movie, the one thing I like in the movie, Dave doesn't like. Like, the the character I thought was the funniest, some people don't like, and I don't think Dave liked him either. So. <laughs> yeah, I did not like this new character that we're we're keeping Mum on. Yeah, because uh, not everybody's seen the movie yet. But Bill and Ted also have kids, and one of their kids is horrible. Like the the yeah, actor is, is uh, like overacting. Is or what? Like you like, have to bring it out to the shed and beat it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and and it ruins your best belt. Let's put it that way. You can no longer wear that belt on Sunday. Your Sunday best in this room. But they're just a terrible actress, yeah. or at least. Uh. Oh. Well, I feel like she secretly hates. She hates. She made like a parody of her role. Like she, it's a total parody. But she clearly doesn't like what she's doing. That's it. Came off like that way to me. Like she just doesn't seem to be enjoying herself doing the parody. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's really weird. Uh, There's a lot to like about it, though. I mean, I, I still say it's worth seeing. I mean, John, I think John clearly didn't like it as much as I did, but I, I think there's wor- I think it's worth watching. Hmm. So you're hmm. saying it's a one timer? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. No. I've been thinking about it since. I could I could watch it again. So I don't know. I depends on the person. Hmm. Okay. So when the Blu-ray comes out, Dave's Dave's there. Nah, I already, I already own the digital copy. I'm good on this one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, does okay. the digital copy include all the commentary and extra features? And if you bought uh, it, not yes. a commentary, but extra features, yes. Yeah, you can <laughs> buy digital features these days, Adam. <laughs> uh, okay. Do people still buy hard copy? Oh, Dave does. Uh, yeah, well, I out of print stuff, Dave, Dave tracks so things down. Physical media. No, yeah, Dave so. doesn't do that anymore, guys. Don't say Dave does. <laughs> Dave just said what he was doing. Oh man. <laughs> no, I just I'm choosy on new releases. Wow. 
Um, is it because you're running out of room? I mean, that's part of it. And part of it is, is just, I don't need every new thing, but like, you know, I did splurge on pre-ordering the major, major Friday the 13th set. So I still buy stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, he's got a huge collection. It's like a little mini, mini uh, video store. Is Pretty it just impressive. horror or is it all different movies? Oh, it's all different movies. I mean, okay. yeah, my taste is everywhere. All right, so, so it's before, like a porn collection for you. Oh uh, yeah, I have pretty much some of those too. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite, Dave? No, just joking. I'm no, right. all right. Before we move on, I wanted to mention one thing. Do you guys remember? Uh, you remember Caroline Williams from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two? She's gonna oh, do a, course, yeah. a new movie. Yeah. Um, she's doing a vampire movie called Ten Minutes to Midnight, which comes out September seventeenth, and then theatrical release, whatever reason, and then we'll go to video on demand after that. But it seems interesting. She's playing another DJ. I don't know if she's typecast. But do you guys do you guys remember Texas too? Where she's like a midnight radio yeah. DJ, and then like Leatherface shows up oh, at the radio the station. Chili? Yeah. 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 I remember that one. Yeah. She was the redhead, wasn't she? Uh, I thought she had brown hair. I don't know. So I, I don't got a story about I've that. that. Oh yeah. You know her or what? Oh yeah, tell. Yeah, I don't know her. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, tell her. Nick, oh, you're no. jumping the gun. She said you had a story, and then you're like, what? You know her? Tell me right away. Fucking star fucker, Nick. I don't know her. Calm down. <laughs> I'm sorry. She sorry. might be on Cameo. Uh, so I I was uh, in, what is it? 4-H. I was in 4-H, and we just got back from the fair. We did the whole ribbon things and content, whatever. And we stopped into a pizza shop, and the ovens aren't ready yet. So the guy was like, we're going to just stick in a movie and, and, you know, wait this out. And the movie's like an hour and a half, and everything should be ready. He put in Chainsaw Massacre 2, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre 2, and we were only, what, eight? Just little things. I don't even know. I believe that's the perfect age to watch that movie, actually. I think eight is like the the demographic they want, they're looking for, for Texas, too. But let alone they're making chili out of people, and we're about to eat pizza. Hmm. That's like awesome. You just gave me that chili pizza. You realize that pizza guy was probably waiting to do that to somebody, and he's like, oh, this is the perfect time. Yeah, well, I don't think it would go over nowadays. I don't know how our 4-H leader got away with that. No, a rageaholic would probably be talking about it, screaming on Facebook about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They came. We came in for a slice of pepperoni, and they turned on Texas, too. Now the kid's <laughs> in therapy. Of course. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, well. We don't like know if it's therapy show. over the pepperoni that's on the pizza, or if it's therapy from watching Texas, too. We'll find out. <laughs> for some reason, I'm thinking about that movie with... Uh, Dave, what's the name of that movie where the Italian pizza guy is cheating on his wife? Oh, we covered oh, it a few oh, months ago. I what is that movie? Death? What is it? Was it "I Love You to Death"? Yeah, yeah. That story for some reason reminded me of that. Maybe it's just just a pizza joint with an unsavory character. Instead of showing hmm. little girls like Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, he's like trying to seduce all the women in town. Do you ever do you ever see that movie, Rebecca? That's <laughs> great. I remember something Klein. way back in the eighties, like Lover Boy or something, where he was a pizza delivery oh. guy, but he was also a gigolo. Yeah, that's Patrick Dempsey, right? That, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's trying to trying to hook up with like the, his high school chubbies. sweetheart that lives next door, and then like he takes a job. No, no, wait. Oh no, that's a different movie. What is that one? Well, that's Can't Buy Me Love. That's a different movie. Yeah, yeah. Can't no, Lover Boy. He ends up like he ends up taking a pizza call. He ends up taking a pizza call where his mother's waiting to hook up with one of the, with one of the boys from yeah, the pizza yeah, place. Yeah, 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 lover boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
pizza place is called Senior Pizzas. It's great. And they get extra anchovy pizzas, and that's the sign that he goes to make love to the ladies. It's awesome. Nice. Wow, oh, yeah, you, you ordered the pizza with anchovies, right? I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, it's the special. I want to do a binge watching on that movie. <laughs> I guess we're learning who the real fans of rom-com are here. Oh, wow. <laughs> right there, yeah. <laughs> right there. I can tell you the whole plot. I did a review. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> but tonight, we're actually not talking about romantic comedies. We have a double feature. We're talking about a horror film called We Summon the Darkness and then Black Moon from 1975. Let's – okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what they're about briefly. Okay, so – Without giving too much away, We Summon the Darkness is about like some heavy metal fans that run afoul of a cult when they're trying to party, and then things go wrong from there. Um, Black Moon is, while the world is like slowly sliding back into the wilderness, a girl hides out at a chateau. Let's do, let's do first impressions. Let's go to Nick first. First impressions of We Summon the Darkness and Black Moon 75. Uh the we some in the darkness uh 80s rock and roll and mm. black uh black moon uh what the hell is john having me watch this week that's a really <laughs> long sentence huh oh yeah or in one sentence i'm sorry yeah that's all right what the hell am i watching that's a pretty good first impression <laughs> what the hell am i watching yeah <laughs> it was pretty yeah um dave um for some of the darkness uh i forgettable and uh, black moon I hope I'm not on a watch list. <laughs> That's all I can say right now. Wow. <laughs> we'll get more into that. All right. Mm. Brings us to you, Double A. We summon the darkness. They tried. And uh, Black Moon, uh, a completely understandable movie um, that is coherent <laughs> in every way. <laughs> wow. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Rebecca, your first impressions of these two movies? Um, Some in the Darkness, Nostalgic, reminded me back in my day. And uh, what the fuck was the other one called? Because I Black never want to watch that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a great first impression. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, mine. Okay. So, We Some in the Darkness. Twisted with some twists and Black Moon 75. This is as French as it fucking gets. Those are my first impressions. <laughs> um, oh, it's message time. So we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, listen, if you want to try CBS All Access, you can do so by grabbing the link in our podcast notes. They've got a funny animated comedy right now called Star Trek Lower Decks, which in my opinion is like the working man's Star Trek. You don't have to be a Trekkie to enjoy it, but if you like comedy and adult animation like Adult Swim stuff or... Rick and Morty type adventures. This is the version of Star Trek you should be watching. Other than that, I want to tell you about our new partnership with Sunday Scaries. That's a company that launched in 2017 with these two friends, Bo and Mike. They were overwhelmed with stress and felt paralyzed with their inability to concentrate, relax, or get decent sleep. So they started trying out all kinds of products. They finally found uh, their way into CBD. They loved its effects. They regained control of their days and nights, but they wanted to have better CBD products. So what they did is they decided to uh, develop the CBD gummies with vitamins D3 and B12. Easily consumable, on the go, and effective. Long story short, they started their own company, Sunday Scaries. And now you can go to sundayscaries.com with our code BINGE25 for 25% all of their products on sundayscaries.com. 
Today, they're a leading CBD brand with over 100,000 customers. They've been featured in publications like Forbes, Men's Health, and Best Products. They also recently launched Unicorn Jerky, which is a playful rainbow-colored CBD-infused candy that supports the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project being a nonprofit organization focused on helping LGBTQ youth with suicide prevention. So that's our nonprofit they back. They're also currently working on a special release for Breast Cancer Awareness Month as well. That's going to be released in mid-September. Again, our code is BINCH25 for 25% off all the products on sundayscaries.com. And I know at least Dave's excited about getting that box of gummies that are showing up at his house any day now, right, Dave? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You also said CBS All Access, right? Yeah, CBS All yeah. Access is Listen, really cool. Yeah. Do you know that the stand's coming out in December on there? Yeah, they just I premiered heard. the trailer like today, I think. They did nice. like a 30-second preview. It looks pretty they good. That's exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait. Whoopi Goldberg and then Eric from True Blood, which I can't think of his name right now. Oh, um, oh he's yeah. one of the yeah. Scars Guards. Ah. Yeah, he's mm. like the, the older Scars Guard brother, who are descended. Yep. Like they're like, I don't know, wh- where are they from? Norway or Sweden or uh, Sweden? I sure. Think. Yeah. So, well, they're descended by like the what? What is their dad's name? Skellen Skarsgård? Yeah. Dellen. Stellan. Yeah. Oh, Stellan. And he was just in the uh, Chernobyl miniseries. That was really good. That was, was really good. good. It's like yeah. one of the best TV things that I've ever seen. Like ri- It was like as riveting as a movie. You know? But over, yeah, over like agree. five or six episodes. <laughs> anyway. We don't have a code for them, but I wish we did. We'll just show you Chernobyl. That's <laughs> HBO, right? Yeah. Yeah. HBO. Um, we don't have any questions from out there. Those are the audience-submitted questions. Um... But I did see today that there's some chatter on our Facebook page. They disagree with me. They don't think that Lower Decks is the working man Star Trek. I don't know. It's really? an opinion. That's what? that's my point. I watched the first two episodes, and that was my reaction. Well, maybe they're like, like it's the not working man Star Trek because they're not essential. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um so this sounds like it's going to be a hard favorite bits because you guys all sound disturbed by Black Moon seventy five, or just, <laughs> is that I the one we're doing you. first? I hate you. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I, I hate you. Okay, I've seen I thousands like of movie. at this point. I've it's seen thousands weird. of movies, and I can either revisit it's my favorites or I got to go out on a limb. It's you know, uh, yeah, pointless. It was pointless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. When I saw the title, I thought, oh, it's going to be a werewolf movie, and I'm okay if it's foreign. Oh, I'm fine with yeah. that. And it started going down the path and, and, and down the road, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a werewolf movie. I, boy, did I get fucked. Sorry. <laughs> I love werewolf yeah. movies, too. I should have just found a werewolf movie. Okay. I know, right? Um, <laughs> it was about the eternal war between men and women. Well... We're not going to do Black Moon no first. Clue. We're going to do that second. Unless unless you guys are like oh, chomping yeah, at the bit bad. to like cleanse your palate of it, then we can start there. <laughs> um, listen, I, I, I know my favorite bits. I'm prepared with both movies. I, like I Even though if I don't like a movie, I've been trying to be nice lately. Except I tore into, what did I tear into the other day? From Beyond? Yeah. I've been mostly nice. I think I've been mostly yeah. nice. You um, tore into that one for sure. Let's see. Didn't okay. you apologize for that later, John, and, and reverse track on that? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so my favorite bits from We Summon the Darkness are like the retreating into the pantry I thought was interesting. Uh, I like the fight with the stepmom and Johnny Knockville's appearance as the preacher dad who like runs the cult I thought was interesting. 
And, like, he delivers a line. It could be a throwaway line. Other movies with crazy preachers, they say, like, I'm the wrath of God. But the way he did it, it for some reason, it entertained me, and, and, and those are my favorite bits from him. Uh, I also like Austin Swift, who apparently is Taylor Swift's brother or whatever, but I like this character. But spoiler alert, folks, here it is for the night. Uh, he gets off. He gets killed, like, right away. But um, anyway, those are my favorite bits. Oh, uh, that was the brother. Yeah, that's the brother, yeah. The guy who's like six feet something and has the mustache and he gets stabbed while he's yeah. tied to the chair and blood's everywhere. That was crazy. Well, because he wouldn't sh- shut his pie hole. Oh, yeah. He wasn't taking <laughs> the threat seriously the or he's freaking out. Who knows? Um, Nick, what are your favorite bits from We Summon the Darkness? Uh, I loved I loved Johnny Knoxville's character. I thought he was great. And I loved when they were talking about like real-life bands, like when the guy from Metallica died. I kind of liked hearing them talking about bands from the time since it was a time period piece. Wow. Wow. I wouldn't have thought of 80s as time period pieces. I did. Yeah. I felt like it was. I, I, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I did. It brought like, me back. Kind of like Stranger Things did. Okay, cool. Totally like I, that, I yeah. can see that. Um, Davey. Um, you know, kind of Nick kind of stole some of my thunder. I agree. Uh, I the, always the music, do, you know, because when they're talking about Randy Rhodes, I'm like, yep, that's that's right. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Um, but no, I mean, I haven't, uh, you know, speaking of Randy, uh, I just like the the opening scene, you know, kind of took me back to, uh, you know, uh, going to concerts in college and, you know, like Ozfest and stuff like that. So that kind of hit struck a nerve with me, but that's about it. <laughs> hmm. Adam, what do you think? I think that T-Mobile should not have capped my bandwidth um, so I could finish watching the movie. <laughs> wow. God, I wish I had wow. excuse for the that, other movie. That was really good. That's a good bit. <laughs> you might be the only one in 2020 that doesn't have unlimited. Do you not have Wi-Fi right now or what? Another shout out, another shout out to Cox Communications for failing to install my cable four days ago. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) No excuse, Adam. You're supposed to be a binge watcher. You're supposed to be a pro at this shit. Find the movies. <laughs> Go to the library and watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the library and just sit there. I know, right? Go buy a cheeseburger. Dave, you're talking about being on watch list. Go to the library and watch Black Moon. Just sit there and write in public and just... <laughs> That'd be an awkward conversation. Yeah. Rebecca, that brings us to you. Do you have a favorite bit from We Summon the Darkness? Well, I, I I didn't realize we were looking for bits or sayings and stuff, but I really liked it when they played that game, Never Have I Ever, and oh, it was yeah. really fucked up when they were like, said drug someone. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> there is a moment. <laughs> yeah, that's the first twist or hook. Like, I called them twists earlier, but that's the first, like, where the movie deviates from a certain path. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of saw it coming. Like, I knew there was something a little off with the girls. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they devote so much time to trying to set you up for something that, yeah, you kind of, I guess you could get a vibe, right, if you're paying attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they kept on going off to the side and, and talking about, you know, are you going to go through with it? Da, 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 you know, that concept. So I was like, mm, something's going on here. It's going to come down to the never, ever, have I ever game. Hmm. Which we're going to play later before the show's over. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we spent so much time weeding through the what have you heard news that I don't know. We might run out of time to play, Adam. Oh, that's fine. I'm just is kidding. your bandwidth going to run out before we get to play the game? Just, just let yeah, us talk. How, how do you maybe, do the show? Maybe that's my out, actually. I'm, <laughs> I'm in cahoots. I'm, I'm actually chatting tech support right now to get them to cut the... All right, in case we lose you, why don't you tell us your favorite bit from the other movie? Um, I think, uh, man, the the cleaning and, and the resuscitation of of the dead through uh, a little bit of milk was probably my favorite. Mm. You know, just That's give them a little bit of milk, meant? and yeah, and the dead will come I, I, back. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant either. It was the the nectar of life. You got that from that? (laughs) Hey, Nick, what's your favorite part? (laughs) One fourth of French. So, but my one fourth of French was like firing on all cylinders watching this movie. So, okay. So, wait, I got to ask did anybody, I watched this on the Criterion channel and it gave me, it was in English in parts and then other parts sounded like gibberish. So, was this subtitled for other people? Same here. No, yeah. there are no subtitles. It's in English. Okay. I know okay. it was a French production, and I was expecting subtitles, but all right. No, the gibberish, the gibberish comes in with the telepathy. What you're hearing is when they're trying to speak. Are you fucking with us that it wasn't gibberish? It's supposed no, to be I their said, telepathy. I, I said gibberish at some point. <laughs> it's supposed to be their mind. Well, it's gibberish to me because there's no subtitles, so I'm like, I guess it doesn't matter what they're saying. Mm. Or they're just. So uh, is that of- your favorite bit, Dave, the gibberish? Sorry. Dave, is that your favorite part? Um, well, I mean, actually it was my favorite parts was actually the gibberish out of like, you know, the, the rat or, or the, when she's like stomping and crushing all the flowers. Like I just, you know, if you don't have CGI, which certainly they didn't have in 75, uh, you know, I thought that the lo-fi way of like, uh, conveying the character speak or, you know, hmm. the surrealist shit. Um, That's what I. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody else is going to have another bit that they like from this movie. But I, I like the breastfeeding the elderly. Why did we watch it? You're going to rewatch it? <laughs> no. Why? I mean, why did? Why did we watch it? Why did we watch it? Why did we watch it? Because okay, because um, Louis Mall goes on. He goes on to make uh, Pretty Baby, Atlantic City. And My Dinner with Andre, which are pretty well-respected movies from the mid-70s, early 80s. He's a well-known French filmmaker, and I was like, had heard of this movie, but I didn't know where it was or or where where it was. So I went and looked it up, because they compare it to this trippy movie from 88 called Alice, which is like a a very dark version of Alice in Wonderland, but it's really cool. So I thought, okay, it's in a genre of like really out there, really weird psychedelic movies. So I was like, okay, we'll give it a shot. But was I supposed to have enhancements? No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you can go to uh, SundayScaries.com uh, right now. With I our totally code. watched it the wrong way um, then. It it is definitely. I mean, the movies that John mentioned, he made. I mean, this is his most different from the rest he's made so this is not this guy's normal style no i mean he started Um, making films with jacques cousteau like he was one of the first guys to use the underwater film cameras 
Like he made the Silent World, huh. which is like a super famous uh, Jacques Cousteau movie. It's like, yeah, it's like maybe the first Jacques Cousteau movie. Um, really? Wow. This movie is the weirdest thing in his catalog. The thing that doesn't make sense, but to him is like his most precious treasure, at like labor of love film, and that's his house in the movie. His family's like ancient house that his. Family. Oh, that is. Oh, yeah. That's huh. No, I, I I googled because I was like, maybe I'm missing the point. Hmm. So I yeah. googled and you tried to like, <laughs> I couldn't find anything that would. It, it just said like a dream state, a dark Alice in Wonderland concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is an I interesting in- movie. I mean, like for the first, I kept waiting. I I, clo- I don't know if I clocked it exactly, but like nobody spoke or nobody said anything for like 25 minutes. Like. I thought the whole movie was going to be silent for, you know, for a while. And it had a lot of sounds. Like you heard a lot of things that were going around and I was, and and that's brilliant. I love it when then they enhance the sound and and make it almost like 3D. Yeah. Yeah. The crinkly bag sound when the millipede was crawling over the rock was Mm -hmm. very interesting. Eerily. Works that's, weird. That's why I thought it was a werewolf thing. I'm like, oh, she's getting her hearing now. <laughs> yeah, she's getting her hearing. Like I was waiting for the turn. Hmm. Like I, the, the millipede goes into her ear canal, and then she turns into the werewolf. How great! That would have been like, awesome. The third act, somebody would, just turns into a werewolf. Amazing. Wow, it would have helped the movie. It would have helped the movie a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down. If you're ever stuck in a bad edit of your movie, and you know it's going to be disaster when it gets released, turn somebody into a werewolf at the end. And yes. the title's perfect for it, Black Moon. There you go. It works. I, I actually thought, yeah, that's what I thought at first. I was like, I didn't not, I didn't watch a trailer or anything before I started this movie. I was shocked. All right, so let's put it on the uh, scales of movie justice. Let's put it on our binge now, binge later, binge never rating system. Let's compare it to the other movie we watched. Um, Dave, why don't you kick it off? I, I have a feeling I'm the only one that's going to say this, but I'm going to say I preferred Black Moon over uh, We Summon the Darkness. The problem I had with We Summon the Darkness is it was so mediocre. I watched it the other day, and I'm struggling to remember most of it. Hmm. Black Moon, I, if you say you don't like it, that's fine, but you can't say you're not going to remember it. <laughs> so I'm yeah, going to say yeah. Black Moon better than We Summon the Darkness. Wait, no. W- rate it, though. Use the system. Oh. Oh, binge Black Moon now binge some of the darkness later, hmm. and uh, yeah, that's all we're doing comparing against each other. Yeah, right? Nikki Lates, what about you? What do you got? Uh, Black Moon never summons later. And well, are we doing binge now or no? We're not you doing can if you're gonna drop something in there to replace the two that you drop, had to watch. I'm gonna drop Werewolf Cops since we're talking talking about werewolves. <laughs> Binge now, Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, have you seen Werewolf Cop? It's a Canadian werewolf movie. No, but I will. There's two of them now. There's a part it's two. A hell of a lot better than these. Yeah. Werewolf Cop. I'm writing it right down because yeah. is it a B movie? Because I like B. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Okay, awesome. Very B. Yeah. <laughs> is he, is oh, he polite? Is he more re- polite? As okay. A werewolf? Rebecca might get really pissed now because I might put her on the spot. You're binge now, yeah. binge later, binge never. Um. When we had first met you, you were talking about seeing the movie Mandy, and then we went. And w- we actually went and watched Mandy on oh, Shutter. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I think our experience was different than yours because we all yeah, kind of okay. liked that movie, and we know that you said you didn't like it. So never, never Mandy. 
<laughs> that was you quick. That was so you know quick. What? Black Moon beat out Mandy. So oh, wow. my Black Moon is my never now. Mm. Oh wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a new never. I got a new never. So I'll take Mandy over that. Okay. Okay. That's good. So but was, I would binge later. Uh, we summon the darkness because mm. you're right. It's not memorable, but it's nostalgic to me. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, who's left? Me and Adam. Me. All right, Adam. You, you want to go first, or do you want me to drop in? Uh, well, I'm gonna binge. We summon the darkness later. <laughs> mm. Oh. So, uh, because you know hiccups, and uh, I would say. It depends on whether or not Black Moon is going to be your cup of tea or not. I would say binge now if you're into avant-garde, absurdism, or surrealism. But if those things are a huge turnoff for you, then probably binge never. Mm. It's one or the other. It's not a binge later. You can't eat. Unless, uh, unless you go through a weird mood where, like, I want to watch something that I can't figure out that doesn't have a clear narrative. And for me... It was generating so many other coherent ideas that I was getting a kick out of the other ideas that it was helping me stimulate. So as a creative, I was thinking, oh, well, I can make that coherent in this way. Oh, and I can make that coherent in that way. So it was generating other ideas for me, and I, that's why I liked it. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. All right. I didn't look I... at it that way. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh, and then one other thing is I've also viewed the entire movie as like, through her eyes, like I imagine the total solution for that movie is that she's really in, she has a cognitive perception disorder of the entire world. And she's got two extremes in her mind where in in one world, the men and women fight each other to the death because there's this big battle between matriarchy and patriarchy. And on the other world, everyone gets along and they all chase the same pig, which is a symbol of capitalism. So one, everyone's getting along, but they're also chasing the pig and they're also annoying. And in the other one, they're killing each other because they're at each other's throats. And her perceptions of the world of all the people trying to help her, uh, all the weird things that happened to her in the movie while being touched, but you, she can respond and hear them, but she doesn't really hear them. And uh, the woman in the bed is talking about her and describing her like a bad orderly to her friend on the cell phone. But she's interpreted as a woman in the bed. Somebody actually does die, but is replaced by another person. It's just I just think it would the whole movie solution is she's pinned down in a, in, in a loony bin and mm. in a straight jacket. And to, so then I started well, that's like that Zack like, Snyder oh, movie where it was all taking place in her head and they lobotomized her at the end. What is the name of that movie? Sucker Punch. Yeah, Sucker Punch. Where she had this whole fantasy Ooh. life in her head while they were giving her treatment at the hospital. That's oh, kind of what that sounds that like movie. to me. But also, yeah. Adam, you're also spray painting uh, basically a turd. You're like talking like a how like a, a university <laughs> film professor would, would force his students <laughs> to watch movies like, and justify everything the movie did. <laughs> oh, man. Your, your, your turd reference was amazing. Right there, John. Oh. That was beautiful. Okay, yeah. so so <laughs> if I had to do binge now, if I had to play binge now, binge later, binge never, I would binge now, We Some of the Darkness. I thought it was fun. Even if it's predictable, I, it didn't bother me. I turned it on Netflix, and it was like a fun day. I just watched it. It was cool. Um, binge later, I'd watch Black Moon 75. It is in the same vein as like Alice 88, but Alice 88 is better. 
Vin's Never is a movie that David owns called The Apple. If there's a movie I want to erase oh, from my mind, no, like no, Black no, Moon no, 75, it'd be The Apple. I've ever heard one. What? <laughs> that is now if I've ever heard. I didn't know if that was on the table. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, let's see what else everybody's watching, and then we'll forget about these movies. But I, I feel like we talked about Black Moon so much that now people who listen are going to go watch it. That's what happens. Maybe. Then they're going to hate you, but we've already yeah. pre-warned them. But uh, some people have beautiful minds, hmm. and they will have their own predict- predictions like they're telling the future. They'll have their own ideas of it. Nick, are you done with the reality shows for this week? Or are you, what are you watching? I I am. I uh, I started watching The Devil's Advocate. You guys remember that movie from? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's freaking. It still holds up. It's still. Eerie. That's the one where we find out that Johnny Utah is really the son of the devil. Is that that one? What? That's the one where we find out Johnny Utah is really the son of the devil. Oh, wait. He, what did you say? I lost you. What did you say? I said that's the one <laughs> in which we find out that Johnny Utah is the son of the devil. Yes. Yeah. I guess you can say that. Yeah. 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 It's it's eerie. It's visually amazing. It's creepy. I I really dug it. Yeah, it was <laughs> neat watching it again. How about you, Dave? What are you watching? Oh, geez, I, I watched a few good things, but to tie in to to make a connection to a movie we watched this week, um, Johnny Knoxville a few years ago made a movie called Action Park, which sucks. That's not what I'm talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> but that was based off of a real. You uh, didn't like part. Action Park. What's wrong no, with you? It's hilarious. I saw that thing in theaters, and I was just bored out of my mind. It was right. not funny. But anyways. That's but the one that actually that killed Johnny awesome. Knoxville, almost killed him in real life. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, is if he died for that movie, he would have gone out on the subway. <laughs> 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 uh, but, but that was based off of a real park called Action Park in New Jersey, and there's a new documentary on HBO Max called Class Action Park about this theme park where, like, I think over the course of like 20 years, like eight people died at this park because of their negligence. Like they'd have, they literally had a water slide that was a huge loop, not built by engineers, just like a bunch of jackasses. Like, yeah, well, let's just make it a little higher, <laughs> run more water wow. down it. Like it's, it's nuts. Like the whole movie feels like a thriller. Like you're just waiting for something bad to happen the whole time. <laughs> like, uh, oh, wow. but it's an entertaining documentary. If you want to see about like the world's most fucked up theme park out of New Jersey. That sounds fun. Mm, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it, it really is. Since uh, Adam's running out of his data plan, I'll skip right over him and go right to Rebecca. What else are you watching this week? <laughs> I saw something. I'll come back to you, Adam, if we got time. We'll jump to Rebecca okay. real quick. Oh, okay. Um, I watched One Bedroom on Netflix because my daughter turned it on, and it was all right. I mean, it's about a girl rents a one bedroom, but there's this cult slash community in this apartment complex. So it goes down in there. And then because I have shutter, I've been watching a lot of stuff on there and they had this four hour documentary, uh, about eighties horror and all that. And they mentioned hunger with David Bowie and I never seen it before. So I, I watched hunger and that was very interesting about a girl taking on lovers. And I think she's a vampire. I, they're vampire vampires. Well, they drink people's blood and they stay so. young. They stay young for a minute. And then all of a sudden her lovers will start aging within a week and she'll have to put them in a 
a coffin up in the attic and she stores all her lovers up there and she gets a new one. So it was pretty interesting. Yeah, the hunger is awesome. And Susan Sarandon's in there, yeah. right? Isn't she one of the... Isn't yeah, it? see, I've never yeah. seen it before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Tony Scott uh, There's an incredible transformation when one guy wants to... He, I think he's sitting in a police station, but he's waiting so long that he begins to like decay or like That's rot Dave away Bowie, while he's sitting yeah. there. It's incredible. It's almost like as, uh, as good as the werewolf transformation in um, American uh, Werewolf in London. Yeah. Oh, that was good, too. So... The Hunger is really great. That's a great reference. People should definitely great, watch The Hunger. Great Actually, pick. if we had mentioned that earlier, that kind of wipes the slate clean. Like, The Hunger is better than both the movies we watched, actually. No. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> wow, <what was> <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh, I'm still watching submarine movies, and I, I watched... Uh, uh, Rebecca, I was telling these guys, I think last week, like, I have, like, a list of 11 submarine dramas to watch. I just got through uh, Hunt for Red October with... You know, Alec Baldwin, oh, Sean submarine. Connery. Yeah, submarine. Yeah. Um, oh. So Red Periscope. Oh, I don't have that on my yeah. list. That's a comedy, right? Is that is that a comedy? It's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a grammar. Yeah, I'm trying to stay away from submarine comedies. I feel like they're their own oh, thing. Okay. I just like sticking to like the hardcore stuff. But I, um, these are the big ones this week: Hunt for Red October and Crimson Tide. As it turns out, if you put those movies against each other, Crimson Tide is better than Hunt for Red October. Wow. I so, don't know. I kind of like it is. It is. <laughs> they had a silent running ship in the in Hunt for Red October, and it's got Alec Baldwin, Sean Connery. Sam Neill. Sam Neill actually does better than Connery in that movie. And uh, I don't know. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Scott Glenn is actually the best doing the best as one of the submarine captains you, in that movie. And then um, You got Alec Baldwin in the eighties though? I mean Come on. I don't know. I think you should do a poll on Twitter and see what the public opinion is. Mm. Well, Crimson Tide has Denzel and Gene Hackman and James Gandolfini. Everybody. Viggo Mortensen. It has a lot. Yeah. Scott uh, Grimes, who's in Critters. So is it about the the starstruck or is it about... Well, I mean, look, Alec Baldwin, Sean Connery, and the other one. So people gravitated towards that. And then, like, Crimson Tide had Hackman and Denzel. So everybody... That's what happens, right? You get like a big star, and then all these other stars kind of get magnetized, right, to that movie to get in the cast, and then the movie's huge. But mm-hmm. the plot, I I went in these like like fresh. I had seen Hunt for October a long time ago, but I went in kind of just and just watched them one after the other. And Crimson Tide was like more consistent with the plot, and just it just seemed like a better story just from just mm-hmm. literally just watching them. So wow. Um, <laughs> plus, Sean Connery is not can't really play a very good Russian. He's a Russian submarine commander from the Soviet Union. I was waiting for him he to take out his sword and start killing Highlanders. But but he's got a great toupee in that movie, and it looks awesome. Let me oh, say. you think so? <laughs> oh yeah, coming from a ball guy. I'm just the saying, best I've I ever seen that, him done I is in the uh, the Untouchables. You know, mm. that's like his peak, probably. That or when he was playing James Bond. Or The Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right, Rock, where he's playing yeah. the British yeah, the guy and gets out he, of jail. He was great in that The Rock. That was really good. Yeah, yeah was he was great in that. Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I gave you the job of, like, special announcements or reminders about the podcast. Um, but I didn't give you – I gave you the assignment, but I didn't give you a hint on what I wanted you to tell everybody. So if there's anything you want the audience to know about what's going on with the podcast – let us Good all know. Dave. 
Well, of course, you can always check us out on Facebook at Ra- uh, our Facebook group, Raised by Television. Go to the website, bwpodcast.com. You know, all the usual stuff. Check us out there. Yes, folks, <laughs> all the usual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> well, I have nothing else special to tell you right now. All right. Rebecca's back. That happened. Well, that is special. Oh, that happened, yeah. You invited me back, and I'm like, hell Yeah. That was nice. fun the last time. Um, I mean, it wasn't as much fun as last time because you made me watch a horrible movie. No, I was like, but, maybe yeah, we should true. let you pick a movie because... <laughs> it was pretty bad. You might yeah. have to pick one next it's time. Really bad. You know what? Next week we're supposed to watch this really weird cyborg movie called Nemesis. And you're probably not going to like that oh, one either. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. You have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically like a, a low rent Terminator slash. It's a little Who bit like. Who makes you watch these? Like, do you have your fans like write you and say, "Hey, can you watch this and give me your opinion"? Uh, Who's sometimes, them? sometimes, but not always. Mm. We uh, we usually debate and go back and forth, and then we find these movies in the middle of the night and go, "Hey, should we do an episode about this?" Yeah, maybe. And then oh, okay. That's... Well, we did like a, the summer slash is actually the time where we strap into a chair and get forced to watch things usually figure out all these random yeah. yeah but that just that just ended so we're trying to like take a little breather from all these like intense horror movie things you know yeah we don't want to give adam any more nightmares we're worried about the guy <laughs> yeah but i after i got counseling i was i mellowed sure he lowered his bandwidth, so he's okay now. <laughs> I, like, the movie stops playing right before they kill Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> oh, everyone's fine. What's the big deal, guys? 